oh, I'm a, I'm a tomboy. Because tomboy, yeah, tomboy, it's funny. It, tomboy, it is an interesting label because it has the word boy in it. Awesome. But everyone says tomboy, and you know you're referring to a girl. Right. It's a really nice term that way. Exactly. Yeah. Because I want people to know that I'm female at the yeah. end of the day. And that's and, and I don't mind waiting till the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> the very end. You know, because I'm like, let people be confused a little bit. I love that. Any any long, any long amount of time that we can have being confused, great. But I do want you to know, for all intents and purposes, that mm-hmm. I am female because that's the hand I'm playing with. And I wouldn't want you to think that I'm going to be able to help you move. <laughs> Welcome to Wrong Questions Only, the politically non-binary podcast, where queers, conservatives, normies, and everyone else solve one culture war per season. This season, we're taking on gender. I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, your gender deviant guide through it all. Thanks for joining me for part two of my conversation with my short-haired lesbian friend, Dale, that we recorded in the closet. Uh, If you haven't listened to part one yet, I would go back and do that now because the conversation does flow. We recorded the whole conversation at one time and just split the episode up into two parts. Some of the things that we're going to talk about in this half of the conversation are whether or not we're tops or bottoms. As my sound engineer put it, clearly we're both service bottoms. (laughs) Things like when we're trying to be gentlemen in women's locker rooms, the gendered nature of gifts that people give us or adjectives people try to apply to us and how we feel about those sorts of things. And we talk about what's going on in the culture war around all of these trans issues and um, shifting norms and what's acceptable and not in the center. I hope you enjoy listening to the conversation at least half as much as I enjoyed recording it. Thanks for being here. Because the thing is, like, when someone really passes to your like eyes yeah it really does change how you experience them yeah. and a lot of you know things have to do with that where because like even my my d trans friend who she to he to she um because i met her as a guy mm-hmm. and while she looked like a dude to me it's hard for, i do anchor like if i'm gonna misgender to- her quote unquote well, she's like kind of like i am where it's like he she whatever let's whatever have fun, and yeah I don't, I don't really love they but it's okay too because people are just gonna use it um that's how she is but it's it, I think of her as a dude, but it's all she's also like a short hair lesbian. So I'm like, I kind of so just yeah. I'm like, we're kind of we were gonna be dudes anyway. Like so yeah. it's hard for me to know. <laughs> yeah, and so like that's it's the same thing with you where you have this kind of like you really do look like a dude. It changes the way that people perceive you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and I was gonna say yeah, she had a job that she got where she uh, had just like detransitioned. So she, there's still some you know hormonal effects and everything, but yeah. like she realized like in the middle of the first day or something that she that they all thought she was a dude and because of the way the paperwork's done there it just didn't come up and like so the boss and all the other dudes in the kitchen just the boss lady and all the dudes in the kitchen just thought she's a dude and she never corrected anybody and just like would sneak her tampon because the woman would use the nice restroom inside but she made all the dudes in the kitchen use this like thing out back and so my friend just kept just using that one and sneaking tampons, tampons around. And just never sold anyone. Damn. Yeah. She's only worth it for a few months. Yeah, but that does make it. Yeah. I. I mean, I've I've had to sneak tampons in the men's room. Yeah. That's what I do, and it's 
It's you a always little, have tra trash cans. It's a little trickier. There's trash cans, but you have to. It's like take it out. And take it. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's all very covert. It's easier in cold weather when you have long sleeves. Yeah. It's a whole thing, which again is why I don't. I don't want to use the men's room because yeah. what's unfortunate with is that in the women's, I'm being being told basically that I don't belong there. Yeah. Even if it's not verbally, but in all other... <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes directly being told. But in the men's room, I feel like an imposter. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of... It feels like this kind of lose-lose where I don't actually feel fully in place anywhere right. except gender neutral. Right. Exactly. Well, that's... Yeah. I think that's an interesting thing about our place in the world and how sometimes we're like, maybe there should be a third thing. Um, because even like just growing up in women's locker rooms and things, I always had the sense of like, I kind of shouldn't be here, uh -huh. you know, and it's like, and our, I was also just uncomfortable changing in front of people too. But then I, you know, girls birthday parties that when we were even, even from the time we were little and people are getting naked all the time, I had been masturbating since I was two to orgasm, you know, mm -hmm. and then I'm like, <laughs> like some part of me kind of always knew there was a boy inside basically. Like, I think before there's any kind of, I'm going to be gay. Like there's a part of you that knows you're different from the other girls basically. Yeah. And like, yeah. so there are moments when, yeah, people are getting naked in front of me or various things throughout, throughout my childhood where I'm just, I would, it would, we would all be in a group and some girl w would hesitate to pull her shirt off and then she'd be like, Oh, we're all girls here. And then, to, and me being like, yeah, but um, you know, and yeah. for, a while, for a while I would just finish that with, like later on, you know, like oh, in my head, like oh, I'm a lesbian, but yeah, yeah, it's also just like, no, I, what, you know, it's that gender sexuality thing. Like what I always meant was like, well, no, I'm, I'm only kind of a girl. <laughs> only, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, there, that is a gender. I think I, I did that as well, even though I wasn't, I wasn't much of a sexual being. It was mm -hmm. still in the sense of that. I at all costs didn't want them to feel uncomfortable, right. yeah. um, and so I knew in my head, even before I was I was out, even to myself, right. I knew there was something felt different, right. and so it was still like, oh, for your sake, let me turn away, even though right. they didn't give a shit because right. they weren't recognizing all the women me all as it. They were like, yeah, yeah, we're they, like turning away, uh huh, yeah. being gentlemen, yeah, yeah, and it's funny. I thought that would make me appear. Uh, straighter because I didn't I didn't come out to myself till I actually came out to everyone else mm -hmm. like that even thought for myself was was weirdly repressed for who knows what reason um, and and so it was almost half convincing myself like oh this is the the, yeah. the straighter thing to do yeah, would, be would be not to uh, look at each other <laughs> whereas opposite. in reality yeah. that actually makes you look way <laughs> gayer yeah so, but in my young mind, I was like, this, this makes sense. Cause I otherwise pass. I don't, I don't care about boobs. Yeah. I don't yeah. care at all. And it's kind of like, no, just, just look around like everyone else is and yeah. stop being weird. But in my but head, then, that so, felt like the better no, one. For me, that was a moral decision. It wasn't like, oh, I'm trying to convince myself. I was like, I knew I wanted to see. And I was like, it's kind of uh, wrong. I don't know if I should really be looking at, cause it's kind of wrong uh -huh. I, as I want, you know, like, yeah. So I was trying to just be a gentleman. Um, but it is an awkward it's thing funny. to do. But yeah. I always feel like, I, I felt like from a young time on, people also just saw me as differently. Like, I don't know, you say that they didn't, weren't thinking that at all, but I mean, I don't know, I remember like a kid asking when I was five, were you a boy or a girl? And I remember the girls, the, our girlfriend circle, like something about one of the times that we were like getting, you know, skinny dipping in like somebody's pool and mm -hmm. someone said something about me being different. I don't even remember, but it just was like, 
there are moments throughout where I was like, okay, well, like they do see, they do see. So then, where, or even that time when that girl was hesitating to pull up her shirt, did she see me and have that moment's hesitation of like, huh? Oh, oh wait, I guess we're all girls. All girls. Here. It's we're, still all girl, girls. It's, still all it's gr- fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is true because even if I am attracted to you, like it's not dangerous because I'm. I lack both. You're not a predator, so yeah. don't worry. <laughs> yeah. And even if it's I were, so I don't have the upper body strength. So. Yeah. <laughs> so don't worry, you're safe. Take, yeah. take off your shirt. <laughs> uh, it's nice to be in a girl's body sometimes. I, I mean, I also just did bleed through my underwear and shorts while we were talking last, so that's fine. Oh, not as preferable. Yeah, that's the downside of a girl's body. So my diva cup was in wrong. I'd like to say I bled through my diva cup, but it was only partially full, so it wasn't that. It, it was mostly user error. wrong. Yeah, because I remember when I had it I, and last, it, it was like breached at first, and so then I had to jiggle it. I thought I, I, thought I got it, but no. Oh, goodness. Uh, Struggles of a woman. It's just because I'm not really a diva. So. It's because, Yeah. I do think they should make non-binary diva cups, so just with different marketing, just diva X, it's black. There you go. You know, they do have some black ones. They do a good job of of making them not all pink. Yeah, making them not all pink. (laughs) Because if this is all happen, if that, if those products, you know, if we were the same cycle with them, but it was ten years, it would have all been pink. All pink. Every single one and flowers. Yeah. Maybe lace. Yeah. Yeah. Lacey diva cups. Yeah, lace. That's what I imagine. Oh, God. Yeah, things used to be way worse. And that's the thing. There's, It's so funny that, like, so many people, at the same time that people are, like, chopping their boobs off and ch- taking hormones and everything, even if they're just non-binary or they're she, they, people, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. It's like, we really do have so much more freedom than we've ever had. Ever. Yeah. Ever, ever, ever. And they, and that's, I think, largely thanks to the trans people. You know, they really yep. have taken a battering ram to people's, like, expectations of what people are going to wear and look like. And it is that it is that, like, salesman technique where you ask for too much and yep. then you can get a little bit less, you know? you gotta you got to break it open. Break and that's, open. Mo- a lot of social movements have people, people tend to criticize the 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 rain the extreme range of whatever is kind of going on mm. as as the the even more quote unquote abnormal of it or the more extreme views of it but the those sides of it is what pushes change and people's yeah. views open so that yeah thanks large to, to the trans community it's like yeah it's not it doesn't even seem that different in in places to be like lesbian it's like oh okay that's yeah. that's I, I i mean i've heard conservative people now having very reasonable positions about gender stuff because now that's the conservative position is like gender expression or yeah like just being okay with their kids being a little more you know what i mean i've also heard like really uh-huh. like really like it was like ben shapiro and candace owens and some other people having a really great conversation about race for a minute because because things had pushed so far that we've, we have pushed them to the left. And I don't even think they realized it. I was Probably listening not. for a good, there was a good seven minutes where everything everyone said was like the most progressive, racially beautiful, like wow. Martin Luther King dream. And I was like, this is funny because normally like I listen to Ben Shapiro occasionally and like, he's such a blowhard and like sometimes he pretends to, the, the Democrats are making everything worse, but the way he talks about stuff is just furthering the divide. And like, I want to understand huh. the conservative, like, you know, what's going on. I want to understand how people are viewing different stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. So listen to him but sometimes you know he's just you know stoking the fire and you're, you're like this is not an honest way to do this but when you know because when you're having conversations with other people he can't he can't be as much like that he can't be this polemical like monster that he always you know and so they were they all 
who are just having the most reasonable conversation about what we should really do about police reform huh. and like how we want <laughs> racial things to be. And it, I was like, this, they've accidentally become like, but we have to have things go too far. I mean, it, we, we have, do to. have to have the pendulum swing yep. and you know, the trans thing has been really funny a lot too. So that's been nice <laughs> in terms of this, but, but really I think that things have gotten so much better and we, because it's not, because for a long time, Vagina people had a lot more room than penis people to, and we still do, but like had a lot more room to be wearing pants and having whatever careers oh, we wanted, yeah. and whatever. And we got a lot farther, a lot faster. But even now, even penis people are starting to be able to be freer with their sexuality as well as mm-hmm. how they dress and things like that. And oh, it's becoming almost almost stylish. Like it is, it is stylish. <laughs> Perfect. But it is, and it's becoming more of a like. Oh, if you're if you're truly comfortable with masculinity, mm-hmm. you can you can play with your you can you can put on a, a more feminine clothing and and see how it feels and it's kind of like, yeah, that's that's kind of how it. And if you go back to two thousand, you remember that's when metrosexual became a thing, and we had a enormous cultural debate over men, whether men could not only wear pink but could take care of themselves on basic levels, could could try to smell nice, could try to trim nails, groom their could, eyebrows, groom eyebrows or any any level of like grooming, bringing yeah. that to the table socially, and if that didn't make them total faggots, yeah, if, and and that was like the conversation for like a couple of years around the turn of the millennium that was where we were at yeah and i remember it's gay or metro gay or, yeah it's like, is he gay or metro because he possible looks gay that these because... metro people aren't all gay yeah like that was the big cultural debate if yep. a man chooses to spend one ounce of energy making himself not a p- complete hairy disgusting piece of you know garbage then are we sure that and, be, and that's yeah. a way because to me it was like for so long men were unionized and like well if we all are hairy and gross and smelly and mean and awful then they'll have to still choose between <laughs> so, us yep. to be their little providers and you know ho- hopefully we're breaking down a number of the elements of that story um, mm-hmm. now and we don't have to live that way but you know and, and we're getting there but there's so much progress to be made especially in a lot of the country I mean some of this we're talking about cities and yeah. liberal areas but yeah. Things are getting there because even the Harry Styles thing, it's like people are being forced to have, even though some people are having strong reactions, but yep. a lot of people are being forced to be like, who cares? You know? Yeah. And it didn't used to be who cares that Harry Styles is wearing a dress. It was, it was like, that would have been an enormous problem. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was comparatively, it was minor pushback compared to what it would have looked like. 10, 10, 10 years ago, ago there was the that. initial like, oh my God, Harry Styles is wearing a dress. And now it's like, yeah, Harry Styles is, is killing wearing a dress and, and he's yeah. still like this like sex icon and everyone yeah. loves him. And it's like, oh, so it's not a big deal anymore. It's like, no, because we have changed. Yeah, now you yeah. see a, a groomed... I mean, he's what dating a, what looks like a lesbian, right? Or they're married or I don't even know. But oh, like, I don't keep up with that much with the tablet. I, I have no I occasionally idea. see things. And I think he's got one of those girlfriends that people tell me. I think it's Olivia Wilde. Like it's one of my celebrity lookalikes, and I, I Wait, thought she's she a lesbian. My celebrity crush. Yeah, I is she. I think she's just. I think she's bi or something. But you know, so she got herself a, a medium boyfriend. Medium boyfriend. Yeah. Okay, so she's one step closer to me. 
This is what, what you're saying. telling I think me? That she, I think or do now I have to start wearing dresses range. again? Because that's not my favorite. Is that what favorite? that women want? I know. I don't know. That's it's, the one I thing I haven't done it since I was three, and I really don't want to do it again. Oh, see, I had to do it throughout my Mormon childhood, and that was like the worst. Oh. Talking about dysphoria stuff. And I, I didn't have any, you know, concepts for it, much less language. But so that thing, like, I didn't know I could cut my hair or wear caps. Like, I didn't realize, like, any options that I had. So I just thought, you know, like, I'm just uncomfortable because I'm socially weird. And uh-huh. so uh, I'm just going to, you know, but then if women wanted to, like, put makeup on me i was like sure if you're gonna hold my face in your hands and do yeah it, if i get touch uh-huh. i just you can do whatever you want i'm never gonna do this but um that i did funny. go through an eyeliner phase eventually but i think i'm going through my that's eyeliner the, phase that's now. the johnny depp shit you know i was just like oh uh-huh. okay guys it's, can do that too and be yeah it's funny as 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 men have in our in our society has become more comfortable wearing feminine clothes it's given me as the well license, exactly. the license too so i actually can still feel masculine yeah. wearing eyeliner uh-huh. i mean i've done this like twice for like yeah. dance parties or whatever yeah, yeah. but it's even even crop tops at the gym mm-hmm. these like huge dudes are wearing crop tops because they're just trying to wear the least amount of clothing yeah. and and still show their muscles and yeah. so there's certain crop tops where i'm like Oh, yeah. I could this actually back feel, now. yeah. So there's this masculinity that I could still feel in it because yeah. I'm seeing now, yeah, examples of examples of yeah <laughs> of men that that I would want to be, yeah, exactly. And so it's kind of like, oh, like I can you get keep on the that. subjunctive in here, but I'm like, it's okay. We're literally in the closet. <laughs> Are we boys? Are we just boys? Are we just boys? I mean, do we want to be is a different question than what we are, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I do think privately, privately I sometimes identify as a boy, but I just don't, I, I waffle a lot on whether I have any gender at all, or, you know, other people seem to have more dysphoria in a different way. But again, if, yeah. if Rape Blanchard is it all right, maybe there's more than two types too, but, and there are some people who are like legitimate trans women or whatever, maybe we're legitimate, the autogynophile ones, and maybe some of the other ones who really, really want to be boys are kind of like the trans, you know, are, are like, well, that's legitimately, that's tra- but we're, yeah. or, or whatever, <laughs> I think I'm losing the math on the app, <laughs> but, but like, but we're just the autogynophile ones who are like, we find it better to be in women's bodies. Because also it's like, I don't know, yeah. tech- I would go bald if I took testosterone. My dad's bald and it comes through your dad's line, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, fuck no, I care way more about being attractive than I do about my faggy little gender identity. That, yeah, I got to say, yeah, that's part of it. And also I think there is, and insecurities didn't didn't allow me to feel this way, even though I probably felt it, there was a aspect of it my whole life, but... Being a woman and being able to do this stuff, like I would just be some like mediocre some me- yes, okay. boy. Choices between alpha female or yes. beta male. Yes. So I'm yeah. like growing up, like I played, I played baseball for twelve years, yeah. and as the only girl in the league, I was I was not only one of the the top players, but I was also a girl top player. Right. For elementary and middle school, I was in the top three players of of. Uh, of two-hand touch football right. and and it would have been less impre- I would have got less validation right. had less confidence if I was a boy doing this right. but I've gotten a lot of a lot of praise and like oh my god you're really good at this and 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 wow you do this but being 
being a woman and yeah. I wouldn't do that if I, I wouldn't get that if yeah, I was and a and it's like on the one hand, male. it's like, okay, we just want to be like graded on a lower curve so that we can shine. It's like, well, yeah, but we also, we're socialized as daughters, in, yeah. like whether in our families or in the world at large as girls. Um, and we don't have the testosterone that other people do that gives them the confidence, energy, and warmth, you know, the heat to mm -hmm. do all that stuff. So it's like, we shouldn't be graded. We got, we, we're playing the hand that we were dealt yep. and I want people to know that. And it's like, but also lesbians are handed a different deck too, a little bit. Like it's why we're so good at sports and comedy and things like we are different. Yeah. We are kind of boyish and it's awkward because it is, it's like, is it true that just women aren't as funny as, cause, <laughs> uh, is Ellen and a guy? Is Tig uh -huh. a guy? Am I a guy? Is Wanda a guy? Yeah. Is Maria Bamford non-binary? <laughs> you know? Um, no, I mean, I, I don't, there's a lot going on with that and I there you know that there are evolutionary reasons why masculinity is powerful mm -hmm. um but so yeah I don't know I don't want to be graded on the boy curve but it is true it's like yeah as a comedian in whatever concept context that like I in a lot of context I'm also just a really great comedian and one of the best comedians in all kinds of circles, you know, but Period. I'm, I'm yeah. definitely one of the best female comedians in the fucking country. I mean, yeah. there aren't that many, you know, just, and I mean, I say that was, could I say one of, cause I'm not putting a number on <laughs> how many, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but there it's, it's kind of a small world and you know, and I have been doing this for six or seven years and I'm, you know, I look around and I'm, I'm not nearly as like talented or skillful as tons of women, yeah. but I'm like, it didn't take, that and I don't you know as a guy you know as a trans guy I think I could clean up because I could because there really isn't <laughs> unless really? Elliot Page comes into comedy yeah well. although it's like it's so funny because people will call him a trans guy now him them whatever oh, really and well it depends like when you when I hear trans or queer like people talking about Elliot Page it's almost always he him when I hear anybody else it's like they <laughs> oh yeah See, I don't, I don't exist in, in, in queer circles yeah, enough to know, know this. See, I exist in, in a very hetero, hetero world. Working for a lesbian handy woman, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah where I'm, I'm viewed as just a man. It's a very confusing yeah. world, but yeah. it, it's, it's still very, it's very hetero. See, and I, I, and I think in terms of like Hollywood, sort of, or you know what I mean, like the, the, yeah. the show business, yeah, and in those cities and, and things and how things work on Twitter and whatever you know, yeah, and all the things that I'm aware of. So like, it is a very different world, and you you see, you know, like you have, I have a different perspective about all these things, you know, thinking about it from from these ways, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's in my you know joke what, that I have now in my stand up is that I'll say you know publicly identify as a woman, but in my head I'm probably Elliot Page gender, mm -hmm. and you know it's like they he kind of like masculine of center. I'm like there's it's Elliot Page any more of a boy than I am. Yeah, they, we're, we're I, like the same fucking person, you know. Like that's the same. It basic is. Thing. I think. I think that's where it gets complicated. Is like, well, what are you basing off of? It's what you feel like. It's if it's based on okay activities or 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 an energy or what we're attracted to or what we like in bed. It's like yeah, there's probably a lot of ways that like you're saying yeah. that I'm I'm a bit of a, a boy, but what I feel is like oh no, I I feel like a woman mm -hmm. in some ways, but it's funny. You're like even, a female. I feel like a female because even saying a woman, it's like based on what based on what society? Because yeah. if I look out into the world, it's like now it's getting better, but before it's like. No, it was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a tomboy. Because tomboy, yeah, tomboy, it's funny. It, tomboy, it is an interesting label because it has the word boy in it. Awesome. But everyone says tomboy and you know you're referring to a girl. It's, it's like you're saying boy, boy. It's like 
these two, yeah. Yeah. But, but that's actually... But you always yeah. know it's a, a woman, because you yeah. don't say tomboy for a boy, so it's yeah. like the tomboy label is, you've you've used the word boy. Yeah. But you're always talking about somebody who yeah. identifies as right. a woman. Right. It's a really nice term that way. Exactly. Yeah. Because I want people to know that I'm female at the yeah. end of the day. And that's... And, and I don't mind waiting till the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> the very end. You know, because I'm like, let people be confused a little bit. I love that. Any any long... Any amount of time that we can have being confused, great. But I do want you to know for all intents and purposes that mm-hmm. I am female because that's the hand I'm playing with. And I wouldn't want you to think that I'm going to be able to help you move. <laughs> I mean, I can't... You know, I actually like helping people move. But, like, I'm not going to be as good at Lifting it. Lifting the couch. I'm not going to be... Yeah. And so I want the expectation to be where they are, like the kind of skills that I might have or not have, the kind of things that I can do. I'm going to be way better at talking to you about your um, your life issues, your yeah. relationships, than I am going to be figuring out like the spatial reasoning of how to pack a moving van or whatever. I can carry things. I'll try my best, you know, but I, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm weaker than I want to be and I don't know how to parallel park, you know. Oh, that's... So. That's when you gotta you gotta learn. I can, Based on everything of, you've no. just described, I think my my mom might be the most masculine person I I know. <laughs> She's no one's better at 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 Tetrising a, a moving yeah. vehicle. Maybe that's um, where you got your boyishness from. She's very sure. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. There's no nobody uh-huh. upon meeting me uh-huh. or my family would 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 question that. But. Um, no, I mean I yeah. kid about some of the things that I'm you know just bad at, but. Um, but but it is like I just don't want and I would never want a woman to think that I'm I have the testosterone of a man. Yeah. I don't want anyone to see me as like being a predator potentially, yeah. even potentially. And I know like not not all men are predators, but there's a kind of a predator within all men. Yeah. There's, you know. Oh yeah, it's why I feel weird walking into the women's room because I'm like does everyone suddenly feel, feel unsafe? Like, yeah. And the answer is probably. A lot of times, yeah. 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 And that's not something that I want to be, you know, and yeah. so that's why I love, you know, when I get misgendered in the restroom, it is a very simple matter of me turning around and flashing a smile at the girl and maybe saying, oh, you know, and it just, it's cleared up very quickly. Oh, um, yeah. And that, so, and then it becomes fun for them. They just like it, you know, so it's a very different, but, but I love that diffusing of it yeah. uh, is very quick and easy for me, you know, so... Because of that, I never have to live long. Like, it's not a prolonged confusion thing if I'm talking to people, you know. Maybe that's where it switched. I think it used to be like that for me. And then maybe it's based on where I've lived. It became more and more where they almost, they didn't believe me. Yeah. And so it wasn't just this quick, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I still occasionally, but there's, I think there just got too many times where there wasn't true belief or there was still skepticism or they were still uncomfortable. And so it's like, yeah, I've had it before. I mean, where, especially when I'm in more rural areas, more conservative areas, um, people get a little bit simpler about gender and, you know, of every race, by the way, it's really funny. Everybody gets like, just more like, and sometimes like, I know people, um, from other countries will like, will say sir to me. And I think I can't tell if they're just not sure or if it's because, they just think you're in the role of boy, like you're one of the boy ones, and that's what we do. Oh, because there's some like stud cultures and stuff where they really do just kind of like pass. Like everyone might know they're a woman, but they're just it's understood but that they're living as a man, to, and so they're trying to dress you in kind are, of a more yeah. masculine, broish way. Yeah. So there's dynamics like yeah, that. That's true. But I've definitely been in in more rural areas, at like gas station restrooms, or wherever like that. That. Um, 
people have acted uncomfortable and, and not uh, like addressed it with me, but just been weird. Like, like I, a woman was rushing her daughter out of the restroom when, when I came and I had to come out in this way where there were, there was only two sinks and they were there and it's also COVID. So you're trying to figure out how to like not be in, up in their Too stuff, close. Yeah. which are waiting creepily behind and them. Then they, and, and then she's like looking and being like, and I'm masked. And so, and with a, a cap on and a mask, everyone thinks I'm a guy. I mean, oh, like there's man. no, no ifs, ands, or buts. No. I got called sir by every single person every time I'm wearing the cap and the mask. Then it like, yeah. Uh, and, and it's like funny. I like, remember a uh, woman at the, um, like Zion National Park gift store or something uh-huh. was like, sir, actually, we're only doing four customers in the store at the time. And so we've got, you know, I'm like, oh, okay. And then when I come back in, like, I'm just walking. And so it's not until the very end when we're checking out that, like, my voice is heard. And then I just, you know, the woman, like, I just that see this, look of this like twitching, of twitch, like, twitch, uh, huh. changing, yeah, changing perception. And I was wearing like one of my tank tops, where you can totally see the sides of my boobs Ooh. too. So it's kind of like I'm like, do people just not see that, or do they? They think- take such a quick snapshot, yeah. that and they form. They have to make such a quick snap judgment yeah. that it's not taking in all the consider. Because yeah. I think if you stopped a lot of people and you went. Before before you you yeah. pick a pronoun, look at me really like, closely. Yeah. I actually think even people would gender me As better. A woman, yeah. But it's it's something we do just so quick, quickly. Yeah. Especially people who only have oh, there's women and yeah. men, and I gotta pick one. Yeah. That you just do it so quick that you're taking into consideration so few pieces of information yeah. that it's like I don't know their just pants, their yeah. shoes. Yeah. It's like okay, it. nothing else we're going with. No, okay. Yeah. yeah, but that's fun. I mean, it's fun to know that you because again, every time like as my hair grows longer, I keep thinking, is there going to be a time when it switches? It switches, and suddenly I don't really like look like a dude anymore, or whatever. So far, no. It's it's like people think it's it's I'm going to get the sir stuff. Or I'm going to get the whatever the fuck you are. Like mm-hmm. if, if we're in anywhere where people know that you might identify as something, yeah. Um, then I'm going to need a lot of that, and that's all I want is. So, you know, I, I would never want that to go away. <laughs> yeah. Well, it would just be weird to me if I did just look like a girl to people. Like that if would you, if that, that would lost, be weird. So some of your your identity is misidentity. Yeah, for sure. Just that, ambiguity. Ambigu- yeah. I want ambiguity in all things. Hmm. Even the way I like do my hair, like my body hair. It's like uh, usually with my underarms. I'll shave sometimes, maybe once a week ish. I mean, in van life, my maybe longer. Um, but so it's always in a place where it's not that long. You can tell I do something. Yeah. You know. Same thing with leg hair. Like I'm trimming it with my little scissors and stuff like mm. that. And so you're. Am I in a place where it's not? I'm not like fully one way or the other. So one way or the other. Yeah. So everyone can kind of like feel like I'm basically like them. <laughs> You relate to all. I relate to all, yeah. That's just, you know, that's what I do. Well, that's like one of my things is my pronouns or whatever yours are, you know. So whenever yeah. I'm talking, especially, that's, that's I think that's part of why I like one-on-one conversations so much better. You know, it's like one of these like Asperger's or social anxiety, whatever. No, I think I like one-on-one conversations better because then I know who to be. Like, I'm different with everybody. Yeah. And there's some groups of people where I can have a much more cohesive version of myself than other, you know, but if it's too many mixed groups, like, there's things that, like, it's just so much then easier. It's like, which one, where am I going with? Yeah. How am I relating? How am I going to relate? Because I'm, yeah, I'm just kind of different with different people. And that's, it's, that's my own way of, of, like, gendering something. Like, the true 
forget what pronouns I use for you. I'm probably going to do whatever you want. Um, but forget like, you know, what I say. Yeah. The, The real gendering of you is how I am with you. Like, am I being a bro? Am I being, Ah. you know, like, yeah. And then the, the weird thing is then to, with sexuality to, to, to then decide instead of mirroring, we're going to do yin yang because we're flirting. So, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That's interesting. I'd have to think about if I do any of that. <laughs> there's that. And then, but then there's also, so, cause there's three modes for There's like, there's lesbian mode yeah. where we're both girls. Um, and not even, and, but, but that's not just whether we're vagina people. Cause sometimes with girls, it's hetero mode where I'm guy and she's girl. Yeah. Then there can also be gay boy mode. Gay boy, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of it. And when I was with the trans boy, there were moments when we were having sex where I was in girl mode. I just he didn't like to hear about it, so I didn't always let him know <laughs> what was happening in your head but or what's happening. In your I would head go back and business. forth between a lot of different storylines for what we were. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, and but I just noticed myself not not choosing to do that, but just like like on the kitchen counter. Being fucked on the kitchen counter, yeah, it felt that feels like being in girl mode to me. Because, yeah, if you're on the counter, yeah, yeah, it's not really a gay boy position for one. Nope. And even though we it can be if we deconstruct everybody's genitals at the same time, but I'm like, I would this look. Yeah, I'm going to use this the vision visual that I got. Yeah, the visual that I've got is I'm a girl right now, and you're the construction worker or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty great. Um. But yeah, those are different flirting modes, and so I think that's it's an interesting thing when I'm trying to like figure out how to be with someone, because then I'm also trying to figure out what energy they want from me, you mm. know. And the girls who kind of come up to you with that energy of like, oh, they want you to be the boy, yeah. Um, versus, I think I've gotten that yeah. a lot just because there was a lot, a lot of there's been a lot of uh, straight women mm-hmm. or women who 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 don't know they're they're gay yet yeah or late onsets who are just getting like that whole spectrum has has been you can be a transition girlfriend for people. yes yeah. yeah and so it's kind of and i played that role a lot and i'm 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 happy to do whatever i'm i'm yeah. just happy to <laughs> happy i'm to like help. yeah because i've heard some lesbians like well I, I wouldn't want to date somebody who like doesn't know or or is straight i'm like I don't care. Oh, Woman wants to wants yeah. to flirt with me, make out with me, have sex with me. Like, yeah. sure. I don't. I don't care. Not, I'll be a boy. That's their journey. Also, it's it's like, like I'll do whatever. And so it's fun when people like overtly see your boyness mm-hmm. um, and like aren't because because to me I'm like it's very important. Like it, it's kind of important to me, but not necessarily. But like, but kind of important to me that I'm a boy and that you see me as a boy. But it's also important to me that you see me as a female. And so yeah. when people get that, then it can be really fun to play with it if we're all kind of on the same page about what's going on. Yeah. Then, like, it's fun to be like, no, like, yeah, I am a boy. Like, let's let's be in that zone, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of weird when we don't really talk about those things and we're like, we're all women here. You know, some lesbians are so like, who's the man the woman relationship? They get mad about that, which it is a complicated thing. Yeah. But, like, we, we would talk, too, about, like, when I was with Alexander, like, uh, I would say, I we were like, we could wear t-shirts where he would, his would say a boy, the boy. And I would, mine would say a boy, the girl. <laughs> like, nice. And so there's that dynamic of those things. But yeah. Um, but yeah, it's hot to, to just play with, with being a boy. Yeah. Well, and, and like you're saying, there's an aspect of you that does feel that way. So it's like, if somebody sees me as a woman, but mm-hmm. also 
acknowledges that I do gender, like express myself, like, like how I dress more masculine. And so it's like, I want somebody to, to acknowledge all of that and, and, and to be seen because it's like, great. Now I can actually be my most comfortable self. Cause you know that I, I identify as a woman. I clearly dress like a boy. Yeah. I have both masculine, but also very and feminine traits. So like, yeah. don't expect me to be like not emotional and right. all hard up because that's exactly. not who I am. So it's like, if you can, if you can make space for whoever all, I am, all of it, yeah. include the both masculine and feminine, then it's like, it was great. Not, perfect. I'm trying to be, because like some trans boys wind up getting all toxically masculine because they're trying to be boys. And it's like, yeah. they have to be same thing with the trans women will sometimes overdo it. But you and I, when you're not living in that space, you can just be like, I'm allowed to be whatever the fuck I want to, you know, and whoever mm-hmm. I am. And I don't care. I don't spend a lot of time thinking about whether this is too masculine or too feminine. I'm like, I fluctuate. It depends on yeah. the time of the month. It depends on the situation. I think it's a, it's a privilege or I view it as a privileged state of mind because mm-hmm. it's like, I have throughout my whole life, I have had to feel like I compensated more Mm -hmm. and I wasn't comfortable then fully either because I even knew I was overcompensating. And so it wasn't my ideal. And so I do feel, I feel very privileged and, and, and content being in this place where I'm like, Oh, even I can embrace. Like, yeah, I want somebody else to embrace mm-hmm. it all, but I had a first embrace yeah. that I can also oh, feel I've had expressed. To get comfortable with so much stuff, yeah. and you realize how much gender baggage you have, and yep. and because you create these reactions in your in your mind your mind body system when other people you know tell you you can't do this yeah. or you should do this, you have to wear this, you can't wear that, all that, and it creates all that. So once you just you get to the point where you've like unpacked it all, and you realize like humans are such a hermaphroditic species, and you and I are probably kind of intersex. I mean. You know, like if you want to talk about a spectrum of all that kind of stuff, yeah. there are these people like whatever about non-binary. Like, it's like well, some of us are medium people, yeah, for sure. You know, like we yeah. have some stuff where maybe we got some testosterone in utero. I don't know, you know, like because I I don't know if you ch- I, we all have PCOS. I mean, it's like we're just kind of medium. All of me- yeah, it's all just to make people I think think it's too too clear one side or the other or a very clue clear like middle, mm-hmm. and it's like no, it's. It's yeah. a lot more of a shit show mix than... Exactly. Yeah. A shit show mix. Gender shit show. Uh, let me see if I have any more, because I think we should probably wrap up pretty soon. Yeah. Um, top or bottom? Okay, I don't know, because I've had to... I've had, had to people explain this to me and be like, okay, well, is this considered top or bottom? And then it gets all complicated. Uh-huh. I think I'm more generally a top. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be my answer. More generally a top. Because it doesn't all have to do with, like, give versus receive. Well, it can, but there can be kind of exceptions because... And and I get a little bit confused about these terms because there's, like... there's First of all, there's, like, power bottom, so that's its own thing. Right. But if I'm, like, receiving a blowjob in my head, is that a top or a bottom? Right. I... Then, because there's also like being service top or service bottom. See, this is where it gets so confusing. I'm like, I don't know. Do you want to? We could have sex and then I could tell you. Yeah. Except they won't because I have a low sex drive and I actually have no interest in doing that. Yeah. Um, So, (laughs) not you specifically, just the the general. Um, So, yeah. So, and to me, well, because me, I think it also depends on who I'm with. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't know what kind of energy am I getting from them and what, yeah. Um, But sometimes it's so like you could be. I can't, yeah, I can't remember, but I think maybe you could be, like, fucking someone, but you're doing that as a service bottom, 
I don't know. Like something That's where it's like it's all I've never for been the able to answer this person. I'm like, I don't know, like I think I'm okay, here's the thing. I'm I'm more give. Yeah. And and I'm more comfortable in that space. Uh-huh. Um and so uh I think it could either be, I think that's mostly top, but I think I could also be top servicing. So not in the dominant role, but still as the top giver. Yeah. If that makes sense. But I don't really know all these, the different. I know, because it's it's like, is it depending on just who's literally on bottom or is it about who is like in control of the moment? Who has the dominant kind of energy energy, or the... If your partner like said to you like, like... Uh, I'm going to go down on you or something like that might be them being more dominant and like, they're like, I'm going to do this because what you like, I know you don't like it, but I'm doing this for me or something like then that, that thing. feels more like a top. See, that's what I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I do get kind of confused. Uh, I knew, I mean, I do know that if like, uh, like I love like serving yeah. the woman, yeah, but like, is that topping or is that? Being a service something. Because <laughs> a lot of times I do that, but I also don't feel like the, the dominant one. Right, that's so what I'm it's saying. Like I... I feel like I'm, like, worshipping. Yes. Like, that's, my, I think, my favorite, My you know, if, like, I'm topping, quote-unquote, like, if I'm fucking or doing something, you know, giving servicing. pleasure. Servicing. Yeah, yep. it's like I feel more like I'm, I, I want to, like, I would serve agree. my goddess. I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so that's the answer. So yeah. Whatever that answer is. I feel like we're very bottomy tops is what yes, I'm Yes, bottomy to tops. I think we're bottomy tops. Yeah. Um, okay. And then do you feel, oh, do you feel like if you were a kid now, like your same genetics, I guess, um, do you think that you, like, what, what do you think you would be identifying as if you were uh, 12 years old right now? That is honestly something I... I truly don't know. I've wondered, and I think there's enough ambiguity ambiguity to to at least entertain the idea of. I don't know. I might, I might feel more trans, or I might feel. Well, I don't think trans because again, I don't because I don't have any issue with my body. I think it could be something where maybe there could be more play with pronouns. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe but you'd just be one of those no homo, no prono trans people. You're like, I mean, maybe. I mean, yeah, because it could have been growing up. Part of what shaped me could have been growing up being like, oh yeah, I was a woman doing all this, and looking back, I'm I'm glad I was female, yeah. existing in those in those spaces. Um, but I also just feel in my soul in the same way, very feminine, and and I've never the the she her pronouns has never bothered you has never bothered me never never caused any kind of like pause or hesitation or or anything in my brain so it's kind of like maybe but also i can't even begin to to think about it yeah because when i dated the trans boy and then was hanging out with a lot of trans boys then and they got my consciousness into this place of noticing when people were gendering that way yeah. and like then he was always correcting people who she heard either of us really um so then i started pinging on it all, all the time and um, oh, like now i don't i've kind of settled back into a, a new place but it's, especially at the time it was like this thing where it became it became funny to me when people would and now it's even like ladies if that's applied to me or there's certain words like that are more feminine like that where I don't it's not my favorite yeah 
Well, I even went through, yeah, a phase of even just less so pronouns and more so those kind of words. Like I went through a phase even with my extended family where where they would say we're mostly male cousins mm -hmm. um, and if we were all dressing up they would say oh Dale you look so pretty or beautiful yeah, and, like, and when I wasn't comfortable with my, my gender favorite. expression yeah. that was hard because I was like Th that was also the time, though, that if they got me a gift, it was more Pearl feminine. And so it's like, okay, yeah. well, I'm not being seen. I want seen, you to see me. Exactly. See me. So then, then there was this phase and where... And also Pretty and Beautiful could feel like ways where they're saying, we want a reward because the, we, the yes. pretty, so that you used to do the pretty thing more because you need to be pretty, you know? Yeah. And so you can hear words like pretty like that. Whereas now if people... Because then... Alexander would also call us pretty boys. I like pretty boy. And like, or you can realize like guys are pretty, you know, yeah. like if you read and you know that the person thinks of pretty in this way, then I'm like, I get it. My eyes are pretty. Like, yeah. you know, you can, yeah. Now. But, yeah. Cause it, and it was once I came out mm -hmm. that then a lot of my like uncles and stuff and aunts started switching to actually calling me handsome, handsome. because yeah. they were like, okay, you're identifying with the male cousins yeah. and I started getting the gifts that they used to yes. get. Yes. And, and now, that's the gender stuff that I care about. Give me the gifts. Yeah, give me the gift. Yeah, yeah, I want I want the fleece Let that looks do... like the boys, not the not the fleece that looks like the girls. Like and we're I doing want the like white elephant exchange thing. Yeah, I'm gonna do the boys circle, not the girls circle, where the gifts oh, are God, bullshit. I didn't even know they switched circles. Well, that I... that was in like my last marriage where uh, they would at Christmas time there was like two different because it got so big that oh, they had to switch yeah, it yeah. somehow. So they decided to do it by sex or gender or whichever yeah. um, doesn't matter there. And so it, until I brought it up because then what like at well, the second or third year of this you, you like, know and all, all the girls stuff it's like slippers and makeup and you know and the guys have like gun like a uh, i got a an air gun from one of those oh, like a really cool one yeah right. have, yeah those i would have rather taken the golf they were like you know it might be golf balls and i was like can i do the guy's side no yeah and i was like yeah i'm i've always had a crush on golf balls yeah i'd much like, rather golf I want balls. any of the boy stuff is going to be better than this girl crap you know? yeah and it when they and when they called me handsome, it also didn't feel quite right, but it mm -hmm. felt better. Better, yes. And then now handsome that I've kind of settled, yeah, now that yeah. I've settled in, like they've hot, also, gorgeous. yeah, those yeah, ones. those are good ones. <laughs> they've also settled into it, and so now they use both. Mm -hmm. And it neither bothers me because I'm like now it's, you see when me. you're doing both yes yes it's yes. like the I didn't actually bother me that it, like the word beautiful or pretty yeah. didn't bother me in any more actually than the word handsome did but it was them seeing me yeah. and so now it's kind of like no they see me they know what gifts to get me they know exactly. so it's not that I'm focused so, on gifts but in terms of how yeah. they see me that is a very clear way of it's an indication yeah the, these these pearl bracelets gotta go um, yeah <laughs> although I think I could rock it now but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think that's a big like if if I want any kids to slow down at all in their little like pharmaceutical adventures, uh -huh. I'm like, well, why don't you see if maybe you just needed another side of you to be honored and explored and seen um, before you go. This thing feels wrong, so it must be all the way over here. I you know, maybe it's just that you need to kind of push the boundaries and let them settle, and then yeah, yeah, and I, acknowledging I think, both. I think there's definitely a, a truth to that because I I was very uh, privileged to grow up in a family that mm -hmm. allowed me to start wearing the clothes and existing how I wanted to be. So even though society didn't, and I got pushback from them, my family did. Yeah. So the big thing I think would be not only if I grew up now, how would I identify, but if I grew up in a different family, totally. I think it could be different. Same, I mean, yeah. I will sh I will show you pictures of what I look like. Oh yeah, the pictures. And then, and then it was kind of like, oh wow, you got to actually exist how most yeah. people don't. Don't. And so I think that allowed me to go. Oh, okay, I don't. I don't need to change anything about. 
me inherently. Me inherently because I'm actually accepted. So this this was the last time I wore a dress. I was a flower girl. Um, I threw the, a massive fit, but it was mostly yeah. about the um, white leggings, like stockings. Oh, I hated the leggings. I had to wear stockings, I and I was I just like, this so shit. much. But, like, this was me. I had a short haircut. I wore this? a blazer. This. That's my brother. This oh is me. God. I had yeah, a bow tie. I was rocking. Like, mm-hmm. if that's not lesbo, I don't know yeah. what is. Like, I was more of a lesbian then yeah, than I am yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. Yeah, like I, my style was jeans and a Hawaiian t-shirt, yeah. and I did karate. You were age fluid and everything. Yeah, so it's just kind of like this. The best <laughs> is, this is me and my brother, and we're not the twins. And their yeah. photos, looking back, where we're like, we don't actually know who's who. Which like one they of you look is like it? the exact same. Yeah, it's because I I took his clothes when he grew out of them. Like, yeah. and so if I, if I wasn't able to my. My gender expression clearly from a very young age before I was contemplating shit was yeah. was like this was was boyish and it only changed because of society yeah. for a little bit but but if if I didn't get to feel comfortable at least somewhat within my family and accepted yeah. like my family's like yeah you can wear whatever you want go yeah. go for it um, I might have had to, that struggle might have had different different end results in in pronoun usage or or any of that because i was i was able to start expressing myself and still be a woman there was no pushback it wasn't like oh well you can't be a woman and dress like that because if that happened it would be like fine then i want then i read then i then i uh identify then more as a man and i might go down that that route. Well, it's like it's like the yentl type of situation. Like wh- whatever we got to do to live the life we need to live. Like it used mm-hmm. to just be you just dress up as a boy, you know, Mulan it up. Yeah. Um, if that's what it takes, but it's not that. Like internally, I'm saying like I'm necessary. Like I don't know. It's like I both feel like I am a boy inside, and I also feel like it's. I'm not sure about any of it. And it's all beside the point. <laughs> yeah. I just like this is my body. This is my life, and just let me be whoever I want to be. Yeah. Like, but I definitely don't. You know, not only do I not want to go bald, I don't want to take pharmaceuticals all my life. Do, yeah. Am I intrigued by testosterone? Sure. Um, I mean, I'd love the sex drive part of that. Yeah. If that came with it. Yeah, if you could just isolate it. I mean, if they ever, like, yeah. get some female libido stuff. But, I mean, you know, we're supposed to... I, I don't know. It's always the thing. Of, like, should we just live our natural lives and then just try to find the healthiest ways possible to have a higher sex drive. But they also say that our hormone levels are all different than like they were a hundred plus years ago or even a long time ago. I don't know. Like that maybe, um, it could be that we all need some kind of HRT one way or another, whether it's dietary changes or something, because if we, it's like every, so much is so different in our lives than from the people that we evolved from that we may really not have as much testosterone as we should have. As we, yeah. Or, I mean, that would make sense if, if it's, you know, declined. or whatever ratios should be different in everybody. Yeah. Um, we're all in too much soy or who knows. So, I mean, there's so much, I mean, that's the thing about it's hormones. A lot of possibility. Yeah. People are taking hormones for a lot of different reasons all the time, but I just think it is pretty weird to be like, you know, doing interventions when people are kids that, um, that really like set them on a path and to, to be taking pharmaceuticals for their whole life. Like just as a critic of our version of capitalism we're doing right now, like, I just don't love that. And yeah, you know, yeah. But at the same time, I do kind of like the idea of a lot of people being infertile because there's too many people. So I was, I meant to, I didn't say it last night on stage, but that's one of the things I'm going to say, like that's our secret queer agenda that, um, 
you know, the reason that we're doing all the things that we're doing is like, yeah, this, this shit about hormones is we're just trying to make your kids infertile. infertile. There's too many. Too, this, I mean, it would help a lot of things. It so. would help a lot of things. The more <laughs> more everybody's kids go trans, the better. There's too many fucking people on this planet. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I didn't ask you your pronouns in the beginning because I don't know, like, if I really... I have my own issues with pronouns and asking mm -hmm. for pronouns and everything, but do you have pronouns? I guess I'll put it that way. Yeah, she, I'd say she, her. She, her. And for me, because, because I exist, I've lived in, in communities where, where asking for pronouns isn't even a thing that crosses somebody's mind, mm -hmm. then, then... You yeah, don't get I actually, asked like I do. I, I do not. I could count on one hand the amount of times I've been asked. Yeah. We're Literally see, one hand. We're like at, like at my last time I had a work meeting where everyone was meeting each other. We did go around the room and say your pronouns, name it pronouns. And I'm like, oh, like I hate this question. Your... Yeah. And well, for it's me, not it's a comfortable question because yeah. it's like, because on the one hand, like, I don't want to say they, them, because I don't want to declare loyalty to the Democrats, but I also, <laughs> like, saying she, her, I feel like, well, that would, in queer enough circles or places where we're talking about gender in this robust way, then I'm like, I don't feel like this really represents my truth in the way y'all are thinking about gender. So you just, you have to live in, in super conservative uh, yeah, uh, area, be areas me. like me, because, yeah, you you don't, it's the opposite. You, yeah. you don't get over-asked, and I actually... If somebody says that, I automatically feel safer because I go, oh, okay, so maybe there are non-conservative, mm -hmm. uh, like, people in the room where I could be like, oh, I could actually be safe. Yeah. Safe as a woman. Yeah. Safe as a, as a, as a gay human. Yeah. Safe as a, a woman who dresses like this. Yeah. Safe in a lot of ways. So it is funny that in different spaces where it's like, that doesn't make you feel any more safe. It's right. just kind of like, honestly, we have to do this. Like, I, yeah, can it's we an just... awkward. Now I'm going to fumble over my words because I might try to give a nuanced answer that's going to make everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, and it's like, it's in a circle where everybody already knew what everybody else identified as basically anyway. Like most people in that circle already knew me. Um, and to the extent that the, the person who was leading it, she was a trans woman. So for her, it was like, we already knew her pronouns. Yeah. Like that was clear. There was two, there was another person like us in the group. And so like she and I both just gave these kind of like, eh, anything goes answers. Um, but it was a way where I'm like, you could have just asked me instead of asking everyone in front of the group. My pronouns are different depending on who, who I'm talking yeah. to. It, I mean, it could be one of those things. It's a consequence of truly trying to normalize something. Right. And so it, it goes into this area of kind of overdoing it or like doing it right. in spaces that aren't necessary. Right. But it's in, 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 in a way it's because I think the, the movement of it is, is being successful in, in normalizing it. So right. in, in those spaces, it's kind of like, okay, this is a bit overkill, but in other spaces where they, where people take that back to spaces where right. that's not a thing and you sit it down and, and somebody yeah. goes, Hey, what are your pronouns? And, and suddenly somebody feels my, my best friend be, because of me and, and just talking to me has, has learned he's an ER doctor and he did it. He, he had a patient come in who was, he wasn't sure there was some masculine and feminine aspects. Yeah. And he asked, he asked this kid, it was this young kid. He was like, and he's never asked anybody this, but he was like, Hey, what, what are your, your pronouns? This and this kid almost started crying. Cause yeah. he was like, he lives in an area that yeah. isn't, he doesn't like the, the kid doesn't get that. And so, so Matt just, my, my friend asking this, like 
change change this this yeah. this kid's day and so it, it's funny because it's it both are true yeah. in some circles it's overkill and it's like yeah this this isn't necessary this is a little much but i've seen the importance of it becoming right. a normalized thing of people having it in there so it's it's the I think, both yeah. kind of it's it's like we say it's like and just instead of it, us living in the slogan world of like ask for pronouns it's like sometimes ask for pronouns ask for yeah, pronouns when it's yes. appropriate when it makes sense like think through whether it makes sense because sometimes asking for pronouns is almost a way of like outing, outing someone some, yep that's or it's, true it's a way of being like what are you without yeah. but but it's the politically rec- correct way to get some more information about what someone is and i would one i would rather live in an ambiguous space where you just get to experience me uh-huh. without knowing what I, I might identify as yeah. um, whether or not you can tell my genitals and i would rather know whether you can tell what my genitals are whatever and i would rather you know what my genitals are than have to uh, like um, commit to some answer about my gender Uh. so that she her is my way being like I have a vagina Um, that's what you're asking (laughs) if that's what you're asking you just answer that now and people go what are your pronouns I have a vagina (laughs) they'd be like Oh, they'd either get they'd either be like, okay, yes, that's a great answer, yeah. or they'd get so uncomfortable they're like, I'm, vagina, not, I'm gonna stop asking. I have a vagina. You can do whatever you want, pronoun yeah. wise. Um, yeah, and that's basically how I feel. Is that so? I'm like, it just it depends on the situation, and I think it it can be used for ill. It can be whatever. But if I if I were hosting a show or when I'm hosting a show. If I don't know what someone's pronouns are, I'm sure as hell going to ask before I... Mm-hmm. But most of the time, you don't really need... The, first of all, when you're talking to someone, you don't usually need them. It's when someone leaves Refer- the room yeah. that we need to know what their pronouns are to talk about them. Yep, that's true. Um, so I can get, like, maybe wanting to ask before someone leaves the room if you really don't know. But I usually am not, like, thinking about... Um, like, whatever their pronouns are. Like, I might be wondering what they are. And so I'm like, it feels disingenuous to ask because it's like that's not the part of information I'm wondering about how they identify I'm wondering what you know like what is you know I mean maybe I wonder what people identify as but I would rather live in that space too where I get to experience them without like it's like yeah I don't want to get the ultrasound I want to live with the mystery box (laughs) like let me have my mystery as long as possible if I ever need to I'll ask but that's the thing it's like we're supposed to be we, we, we get mad at people who put the bows in the hairs of the girls and the earring, you know, and are like, why do you have to make it so clear that it's a girl? Um, we, you know, with the gender reveal parties and all this, like that we're, we're making paramount this gender thing where it's like, why can't we just experience people? And so I'm like, well, why are we doing this in email signatures and bios and stuff? Like I would rather people look at my Twitter and not have any fucking clue. Cause I picture you really can't tell what the hell is going on. And it's straight up my face, but mm-hmm. I know people have no idea what no gender idea. I am. Some people think I'm a guy. Some people think I'm a girl. Most think I'm a guy on Twitter. Yep. And so if I don't say, but like, I'm like, it's my right. You know, it's like, you're supposed to put it. If you don't put your pronouns in your bio, then that's, you know, you, then you clearly don't care about trans people because we need to normalize it. I mean, it's kind of thing people, some people will say. Yeah. It's like, no, I reserve the right to like not want to be outed. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's fair. And I think, I think the... The discussion of of because then people say like oh that's some nobody should be doing it it's like no that's actually the preferred thing for some people yeah. and so it should still be the choice and in in a lot of ways I've actually in the people in my life because I I don't know a lot of trans people queer mm-hmm. people it's more of oh you're trying to be an ally and so yeah. they my people in my life go how can I make it so I feel like I'm a safe space where you can tell right. me your pronouns it's right. like honestly putting pronouns in your email bio as an ally shows, oh, if you want to, then I am a safe person because I recognize that there is different, not even pronouns, but different gender expressions. And so 
Um, but it still should be a choice because, yeah, it shouldn't be something well, where it's depends. like you were forced to do it. It's and like you just don't you don't know what, what reason anyone might have for not wanting to put their but I yeah that's my yeah. own thing is like don't act like all good liberals put their pronouns in their bio yeah. and if you don't then you know they <laughs> you're suspect not yeah it's the same thing with anything like yeah let's just we can't have some kind of absolutes about yeah what you should do around this stuff because everyone's having their own experience for and you just don't know what people's reasons are because yeah. you don't know someone that you think is absolutely as cis as whatever you have no idea what's going on inside their head so yeah the absolutes i think is where you get into into trouble yeah with things well and that's why we should all stay off twitter but <laughs> okay i have to pee again all right i think we've, I think we've solved everything anyways so. i think we've solved it all yep and we've run out of oxygen in this closet exactly. Hey, thanks so much for making it to the end of the second half of my conversation with my friend Dale. So, so far on Wrong Questions Only, I have talked to Kate, the non-binary therapist, and I've talked to my short-haired lesbian friend Dale. Next week's episode is going to be with a comedian friend of mine and a straight dude, Andre. So that one is going to be different still than the conversations I've had so far. Definitely some different perspectives, and I remember it being very funny. (laughs) So subscribe so you don't miss that. And if your podcast thingy allows you to rate and review, that would be great as well. But more importantly to me is I would just love it if you would tell one or two friends about the podcast this week. If you have anybody that you think would appreciate this and who you think would um, not be terribly offended that we have some heterodox opinions whichever trust me whichever side you may or may not be on it's gonna be heterodox so uh yeah tell some friends about it if you have people that you think would appreciate this please don't tell anybody about it who is gonna be like a tattletale (laughs) but that's how i would love to grow the podcast is just by word of mouth between people who are looking for politically non-binary podcasts anyway i just want to start kind of sharing little things that I care about at the end of the podcast. You can turn it off if you don't want to hear my little sermons, but something that I've started in my own life is that I pick up a minimum of five pieces of trash a day, and I do this um, just to even make sure that I'm at net zero for littering. I mean, I often pick up more because I want to be (laughs) in the black about picking up trash, but what I mean is I don't litter, or it's very, very rare that I actively throw trash on the ground, but... First of all, even if you don't actively litter, we all know that sometimes you put something in a trash can that's already full and that you're going to walk away and either a gust of wind is going to carry some trash away or, you know, someone else is going to throw something in a way that knocks your trash out like we're playing croquet. (laughs) And also, like, I've been picking up trash in this creek behind where I'm staying right now for a long time and, and I just... Sometimes I just pick up so much trash. I get this big trash bag full. And like one day I had this big trash can. I was filling it and filling it. And then I turned the corner and there were these two dudes who were emptying out trash. Like, I don't know if they were government workers or working for some company, but they were at a dumpster and they just like throwing away tons of trash. But a tiny percentage of that trash was just blowing off into the creek. So here I was not even able to pick up trash as fast as it was blowing and and that's because there is so much trash in the world we all consume so much in this economy in this world that we are living in we are so consumerist and wasteful and even just anyone I mean I try but I still consume more than I want to and there's so much trash that we all create that it overwhelms the system it overwhelms people and so if you're not actively 
picking up trash, if you're not actively trying to minimize the um, amount of stuff that you're buying, the amount of packaging. I mean, we're all we're all in the red by default, even when you're quote unquote not littering, even when you're recycling. So my little suggestion this week is pick up at least five pieces of trash every day. Let's just make our world more beautiful, y'all.